1: what it is welcome to the wise men uh with special crew in tonight uh, as you could hear him squawking uh aaron is here nwa heavyweight champion two-time heavyweight champion trevor murdoch sure. my cousin ego fantastico or as i affectionately call him Arrilla. and of course myself tyrus we're all in the house today did i miss anybody i think i got everybody no you got everybody all right phenomenal so, I, well, it's been about a week, so I guess we'll talk about it. Uh, Flair's last uh, match. Ego and I were watching it kind of together. We were texting back and forth. Yep. We were in a group text, so we were all kind of in it. I think. Yes, we were so, all in it. We were all in it. I don't. There was there was so much to unpack. I don't. Even, There's we, a lot of mixed emotions
2: in this one, isn't there?
0: Yeah, like who wants to start it? I really let's start. Let's start from the top. Okay. Okay. So he comes out. He comes out through the entranceway. Ric Flair comes out through the entranceway and he turns around. At first, I thought he was, I I didn't know what he was doing. I thought he was messing with his robe. What was your guys' reaction when he turns around very awkwardly to reveal the big gold belt? To me, I was like, what are you doing? Why why are you turning around? It, It didn't, I didn't get the Ric Flair entrance like, bigger than God type of feel from this from this entrance what did you get from his entrance coming out
2: you know it's one of those scenarios where I feel like we all go in with the best intentions of you know good for him you know this is his last one so you're kind of a little bit more accepting of the fact that things just aren't the Ric Flair that we're all used to seeing Sure. so for me I popped for the belt uh, but his little nuances of out of steps and stuff like that, you know, you just okay, you know, he's you, you automatically go into he is seventy years old.
1: Yeah, I mean, what seventy seven or seventy?
2: Um, once you get past seventy, I just you know. Well, I, he might. I'm just saying, I don't. Stop.
1: He might not be old enough to be president yet. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's at seventy three. Yeah, seventy three. So, so he still got a few forever. years to go. He's still a young man. I. Wow. I kind of looked at it like I remember uh, Richard Pryor, who was uh, everything to me. And when he was towards the end, he was given an award. And I remember him saying, I think it was to Arsenio Hall. He was sitting there holding the award, and he, was, he just said, before they were expecting him to say something, he's like, why did you give me this heavy-ass trophy? Like, I can't hold it. It's <laughs> too damn heavy. And I felt like that when Flair had that belt. I think he was fine. I think the belt was just too damn heavy and he was and it was too big to wear around his waist wasn't it, it was weird it was weird like I yeah, think it was weird any you know I, i'll only hope that i'm walking like that uh when i'm 73 let me say that but i just i always go back to that special match he had with sean michaels yep and i always felt like that should have been it because he yep he at that age was phenomenal you know yep. um and I'm trying and to be respectful, he but but
2: he, but he if that match he went out respectfully. In that yes. you know what I mean. Like everybody had their hand, their heads up, they're clapping their hands. They were like, "God dang, you are still the man." And maybe it's just me, but a part of me would have rather have gone out that that you know what I mean. That's the the image, at least for me personally as a wrestler. That's where that's the image I would have wanted <laughs> left to the people. Even I, I think TNA stuff after that.
0: I think as a general opinion, the entire wrestling world believes that was the real last match because you got everything there. You got the Ric Flair walking down confident through the entranceway. You got the rope. You got the fireworks. You had an amazing opponent, and you had an emotional roller coaster. You know, everyone remembers, I'm sorry, I love you. That That is one of the the biggest things to come out of that. And with this one, for me, I didn't get any of that. I got more of a, of, of a showcase of what's going to happen next type, type of feel. I wasn't emotionally invested in this tag match going into it. If you pull 100 people, HBK Ric Flair is his real last match. Yeah, I think
1: that's when he can still go. You but I you? mean, how much of it? But let's I'm not faulting him. You know, uh, the place was sold out. At least the period yep. it was sold out. Uh, yeah. Everyone came to see him. Uh, we, we watched. I think everyone who has put on a pair of boots or tights or whatever, you know, if that would have been Hogan, Flair, there's certain guys that, you know, if they're going to do something, you almost have to watch out of a sense of loyalty. But there's the yeah. other side of it, and I always, I always talk about this, is for every – there's only one Ric Flair. And there's probably about 500 guys. Uh, yes, Aaron. And there was only 500 guys. You know, there's like 500 guys that are, or probably more, that are still trying to do this because they don't have anything else. And But there's, no, yeah. there's no mob of people. There's no Undertaker and Mick Foley coming to your matches. And Aaron, like, you're kind of going through transition right now. Do you, ever, do you ever, there was a point where I thought, you know, you always think of that movie The Wrestler, which I hate. Uh, because yeah. I, I feel like it just showed the just the wrong side of a very small group oh. of us. Uh, but that was the, the
2: worst of the worst, well, bro.
1: That's yeah, it was the bad. worst but perception man, of us.
3: Yes, absolutely. But it's also, in my opinion, on the flip side, it's a very real depiction of what could happen if you have nothing else. Right. And uh, and that's, you know, I, I give Mickey Rourke credit for that. But, um, you know, not, not to whatever. I mean, I know I have been kind of silent on this whole thing. Um, my take on it and I just want to say this and I texted you all this while it was going on I firmly believe that that was a pilot episode of a TV show that Crockett is going to shop to different networks.
1: Oh sure. Absolutely.
3: 100%. And I, I wonder if it was if Rick was coaxed into doing it to have that draw to really bring people and just kind of get asses in seats so they could shoot something that looks comparable to wwe or aew and i thought production value i would have liked to seen a little more lights on the actual crowd maybe um but then again it had that old school feel and um you know my take on i i think that this could have been kind of a catalyst into something bigger and if this was rick sacrificing himself or whatever for the business to continue i mean uh, maybe i think too much but i i was just um you know, I, I felt bad in a lot of ways because that's not the Rick Flair that I want to remember.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I think, let's be honest, man. Promoters are going to promote. They'll promote us until, like, we're horses until we can't run anymore, and then they'll just replace us. Absolutely. So, you know, if it was a pilot for a TV show, I would hope the understanding would have been that Rick had a place there. You know, because at the end yes. of the day, you want to be able to retire. I don't care who you are, what sport you're in what line of profession, when you get to be in your 70s, you would hope that you did enough in your life to where you don't have to do the same work you did when you were in your 40s or your 30s. I think that's across yeah, and, the board.
3: Uh, and could I say one, uh, one more thing about, to Jeff Jarrett's credit, when you had people in there, uh, they were Andrade and, uh, and Jay, and this is not to take away anything from them, but they were working a style that was a little more, I, I say, contemporary um, and if you listen to the people when Jeff Jarrett got in there, so this is nothing really to do with Ric Flair. So I think Jeff Jarrett is a phenomenal in-ring talent. Um, I think mean, he's very, you know, skilled at what he does. And to listen to the people do it, I, I think um, that is really, really telling about how like the style that we're trying to do in the NWA, as opposed to what's going on. And you, you know, you you saw the results more or less. And um, I'll shut up now.
1: Yeah. Well, you can't shut up. It's a podcast. <laughs> the hell? Well, one of the, hey man one of the things that,
2: like my wife was watching that match with me and the whole thing one of the things like she felt from it she said that she felt like this was more for rick than anybody and i didn't really actually look at the match like that i looked at it just like you guys as a fan going you know man i wish this was better man i should have done that but if yeah. you look at that whole scenario that whole thing set up that was I, that was for rick i don't I remember hearing rumors that he, you know, when he did have that match with Sean, he was kind of being pushed to, to not wrestle anymore and was kind of forced into that situation with Sean. So, so maybe we're, we're looking at this wrong in the aspect of no. the fans, but more of a thank you for Rick. You know what I mean? For him to have,
1: I, last I can, morning. I can be like, if it was one more day in the sun for him, then yeah, that's cool. And Sometimes you have to be forced. I would never, you know, forcing someone to retire at what, at that time he was what in his fifties. Yeah. And he had been, uh, up, you know, Ric Flair's life, watch any of the specials on it. He has, he is, as he told me one time in a bar, uh, it was like, it was like me, uh, Dusty Rose, rest his soul, uh, Booker T, uh, Haku. And it was, uh, it was WrestleMania in New York. And, we were having drinks. Of course, the young guy had to pay for everything, and um, I remember it Making was like. And, and still it, didn't
2: learn how to wrestle from. Him.
1: Yeah, watch it. And uh, wow, zing! Here wow. we go. We we said we play uh, nice. No, these are
2: just, these so, are just the bad.
1: truth. I
3: mean, you called him ugly. On, I, I saw you called Trevor ugly. I mean, that's a low
2: blow. Uh, little, especially on national TV. Come on, man. Yeah,
3: you don't like, attack the way a man looks, his facial structure on national television. My God.
1: I I'm I kidding. immediately we got, I, no. I immediately text Trevor and I said my bad I was joking I had 15 seconds and I had to say something and
2: and that's the first thing that popped in your head yeah
0: bad sir God. sir Aaron, sir Aaron is stirring the pot getting yep. us off topic here sir stop it stirring the
2: pot right.
3: bringing facts to light that's all that's all I do is I highlight the facts I mean unfortunately
4: sorry. nobody laughed about it though so that was a good thing.
1: Hey. 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 Yeah. Why are you Perfect doing time. that? You know they laughed and they oh, cheered. I know. that's why I <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, all right.
2: Now everybody jumping on the pile.
1: Okay. Uh, i
2: Trevor
1: I just I I just want to reset. My oh. point is that man, I I think you have sometimes you, it's your peers that got to tell you when because that damn yeah. cheering crowd or booing crowd, that is a drug. And there is nothing like it and you can't replace it. The only but when that becomes your true love, it's a, it's a, it's a fake love because it's never going to love you back. It's not going to stay with Amen. you. Amen. And, um, you know, and a lot of times you lose out the things that matter, family, friends, uh, other careers and opportunities because you're chasing that crowd because you get that false love, you, that, that, those fans cheering and loving you. And for the, you know, for the 15 to 20 minutes you're out there, or in some cases even less than that, you're on top of the world. The problem is, is when you go back through that curtain, there's no more cheering, and you got to look in the mirror. And I, I just, yeah, Ric Flair is As, different. Uh, Hogan's uh, different, but Undertaker's yeah. different. Foley different. Goldberg different. But the vast majority of us, it's over probably a year before we think it's even over, you know. And then you got to have, yeah. you got to have something. The same thing with NFL guys and. Baseball guys and stuff like that. Basketball, you gotta have something because you hate seeing the old pro. You know, you just so
2: is that is that how you want to go out? Like, no, like somebody, one of your
1: boys coming up to you going, "Dyrus, it like almost you. happened." Let's be real. Okay. When I came back well, to the NWA, my first match, Trevor, what'd you say? Well, let's be you, real. You, <laughs> uh, no, no I, I. You know what I mean. I. I just what'd you say?
4: I, I don't, don't remember. This, the words. I know it wasn't positive. It was straightforward, but. Like You said I don't don't know. know. (laughs) Can I can I jump can I jump in here and say that,
1: Trevor? You know this is that. Uh oh. uh -oh. Wait a minute. Wait. Our legend is here. Wait. uh, My 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 sound guy's watching baseball. Uh, You got to get an introduction. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I came. I came to Trevor after a match,
4: and I said, uh, and it was a six man in NWA, and I said, Trevor, I'm going to just ask you. I want you to be honest. When I become that guy. When everybody else in the ring has to work around, I need you to tell me that because I never want to be that guy.
0: Yep. No. NWA commentator Tim Storm is here, everyone. Legend. Legendary. Uh, yes. Uh, one
1: of my favorite people. Uh,
2: <laughs> First human being. Dude, yes. Dude, I, I know you don't like this, Tim, but you're like the Mr. Rogers of wrestling. Everybody
1: <laughs> no, he can't everybody be. Mr. Rogers you. doesn't drink two liters of, of Coke like it's water. Um,
3: yeah, you, and it's still shredded.
1: Still can't. shredded, yeah.
3: With the tan. With the tan. are Captain America, Tim. You are Captain yeah. America.
0: He's still... Gotta
4: have a gimmick. That's what I got.
0: Yep. Tim, we're talking about our first impressions of Ric Flair's last match and kind of what went through our heads as he came down to the ring, as he performed, and all of that. What did you think about when you watched that match? What was your initials reaction to that whole entire night.
4: I'm only hesitating because this, this is the hard thing for me. It's like, and I'll put it, I'll, I'll put it in context of, let's say, Babe Ruth. I, I want my memory of Babe Ruth, Michael Jordan. I want my, my memory of Michael Jordan to be at his height with the Bulls, right. not, not with the Wizards, you know, not, not as a player coach. That's that, but, you know, I can get past it. I think George South is the one that I heard say, "What do you expect him to do? He's Ric Flair. Do you expect him to go to work at Walmart? Wrestling is what he does." So I get it.
1: Yeah. But and see, that's where I get—that's where I disagree. Because yeah, you might have to go to work at Walmart, (laughs) but if you're a star, you're gonna—you're gonna end up being the manager. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like that—that's the—that's the the problem when someone says, "What do you expect me to do? You expect to be like everybody else?" This is a gift, and it's not forever. I mean. You got, and listen, I got, I can, and people will be like, well, not everyone's going to be, I had to work like hell to get here. I got, when I got let go, I didn't have a pot to piss in, you know, like we've all been there, but you have to have, it's so important for that message that yes, it's simulated combat, but it's still combat and it's still a sport and you can get cut at any time and it can end and the crowd could just move on from
0: you and you have to, you can't. You guys, you you guys said something, you guys said something pretty powerful. And it was, you want your friends to tell you when they think you're done. Yep. You would respect it that way. Did, yep. Do you think Ric Flair did not have that after HBK? Did, did
1: No, I think, I, and I'm trying to, to say his his this respectfully. Say,
0: hey, man, this is the time.
1: I think Ric Flair, sure. is, his name is synonymous. His catchphrase is in every arena in America. Um, When you say woo, everyone knows who you're talking about. He's a household name. He's a legend. And there is always going to be somebody thinking they can get a little more blood out of that turnip. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit.
4: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com specialoffer special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
0: What
3: else is interesting is, is with Tim here, where Tim, I mean, you, you have had a really, really kind of cool career path to where you kind of reached the height of your career and, and, and really the apex of everything you've done, um, you know, well into your career where where not a lot of people um, get to follow that path, you know, becoming NWA champion and really the first true champion under the, you know, the the new NWA era. And then what was that like? Like, were you expecting that or or like, how was that whole process for you? You know, did you think you were done? Did you think your career was kind of finishing up? And then all of a sudden this happens because I've always wanted to ask you that.
4: Well, and it's and it's kind of interesting to ask that because it's kind of parallel to exactly what we're talking about. Um, you yeah, know, yeah, I'm very
3: curious. I'm well,
4: well here's, here's the way it went, though, is that I didn't know this, but a lot of people, in retrospect, when I won the NWA title, told me afterwards that they kind of thought it was like a pat on the back, thanks for all your hard work, here's your w- reward, uh, you know, your gold watch as you ride off into the sunset, and, you know, that lasted because of the change of ownership that lasted for over a year in what could have been a one month deal. So there were a lot of people who really thought that was kind of the, the swan song on my way out. And, and that's not the way I looked at it. You know, and I've, I've, I've spent a lot of time with you guys. So you've heard me say this, but when I won that, I didn't know how long I would keep it. My one thought was, I know my name's going to be on that list forever. They can't take me off that list. And that's what was yep. important to me. So the the experience of doing it Especially as we talk about Flair's last match, and when is it? When is it too long? And, and those kind of things. You know, a lot of people thought that that was kind of the end, and like you said, you know, Aaron, that was that was kind of the start for me. You know, that's most most people accept and, and everybody, the South knew who I was. The rest of the United States and the world didn't, and that was kind of my introduction to you know to the, to the rest of the world and that was thanks to Billy you know
0: thanks Yeah I want to I want to talk from the outside looking in cuz I did not know Tim Storm until Billy took over and they started doing that 10 pounds of gold series uh, and that I feel brought you out to everyone out in the east coast out in the midwest because whether you know it or not and and I'm blowing smoke you were cool you you yeah. physically and and the way you presented your stuff represented an nwa old school champion and everyone that i talked to in my circles and things like that dug that look into the life of this guy named tim storm who was nwa champion now traveling around with the nwa trying to build it they basically built that off your back until you lost it in uh out out in my second home in cw which is a whole nother podcast in its own i bet (laughs) but uh, but that brought your career back to life I, or gave it life to, like you said, new people that didn't exist. How did you feel during that? Because your career spans so many years, all of a sudden – when you think you're winding down, now you have this new life. How did that go through your brain? Because I feel that ties into what we're talking about. You're like, oh, man, now, now I'm traveling to places I've never been and companies I've never been for and working in front of these crazy independent companies that I've never seen, these, these fans that hate me, essentially, because of what I represent.
4: Well, and it's, and it's inter- again, it's interesting from the standpoint that I was 100% behind. I, I, was, I, was, I wanted to represent, because like you guys know, I'm passionate about the NWA. The hardest thing that was personally for me to overcome was brought into, I was brought into the business old school. There were some things that you didn't, you didn't open up to anybody. You didn't tell the, you know, no, I didn't want anybody to know. I was a teacher. I won that title at 53 years old. I didn't want anybody to know I was 53. I worked hard to try to not look 53. And you know, I didn't want people to know anything about my family because that's what I was taught in the business. So it when should whole, still be like that to us. Yeah, well, the, but the whole ten pounds of gold—the the concept was—we think you have a pretty good story, and we would like—we'd like to tell the world about it. And the hardest part for me to say yes to was opening up anything about my personal life because, you know, i, I uh, you know, we use Flair as as the benchmark. I wanted to everybody to believe that I was, you know, I was rolling in limos and, you know, I got the Rolex. And and the truth is, i you know, I'm a, I'm a school teacher. I have a major question about
2: that 10 pounds of gold, Tim. Okay. Why, throughout that whole series, did we not get a picture of Magnum T.A. Tim Storm? And I don't know if you guys know this, but Tim Storm used to have the biggest, bushiest mustache that he looked straight out. I mean, mean, Perp looked just like a thick Magnum T.A.
4: I I think, actually, I'm trying to remember. I don't want to misquote. I think we actually did. Did we do the, Did they show the cowboy hat? And, I mean, have you guys seen early pictures of Mr. Tim Storm? Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen uh, him. You know, okay. Uh, here's the deal: they beautiful. did because one of my earliest matches was for Trevor for Harley uh, okay. up there in in uh, Springfield, and it was against Butch Reed.
1: Ooh, the natural cowboy, love, you. cowboy, yes. cowboy
4: Tim Storm came out with the full. And I I still argue that it was not a mullet, but the the, the long (laughs) hair. And and I don't know how to say it, guys, other than because it's not a it's not a Fu Manchu. I'm just going to say it was a porn stash. And you know, it's I. This looks like two completely different people. If we take a picture of today, Tim
2: and 15 year Tim,
4: and the same the same bad knees, but it you know (laughs) Harley i i have always been and, and am, am to this day a a huge harley mark so the fact that that harley race was the booker and he called me over and he said who's got butch and you know I, trevor i'll leave the impressions up to you but who's got butch <laughs> you know and i said yeah i i do sir and he said uh listen to him you know here's what you're doing and i I Wait for the play. flying shoulder tackle, finish, one, two, three. Uh, bull, well, bulldog. One, it was two, a bulldog? Okay, running well, bulldog
2: or the flying shoulder and, tackle.
4: Yeah, and the real, the, real, the, the real is he beat the absolute crap out of me. You know, and, and as a as – a, not a kid because I was probably 34 at the time, but as, a, as, a, as a, a rookie green coming up, it's exactly what I needed. Tell um, me you didn't love it, though. Like, oh, absolutely love it. And I yeah, did what you- we all did. I thanked him afterwards for, for... Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. I can't feel, I can't feel my shoulder, but thank you. Thank I love it. I love it. Thank you. And the truth is, me. it was an honor to be in the ring with him. We oh, all we no. all do that. It's all... Yeah. That's who we live for, right? Like, to be at those moments with those I, guys...
0: To least I don't like, like it again.
2: For, well, <laughs> all right. Now, I don't... Okay, there's enough talent on this podcast right now. Everybody, like, who's who's the name that you got a chance to wrestle that, like, you were like, oh, shit. like, that, this is badass. Like, we've all been in the ring with him. Everybody name off for him. Undertaker. Really? I'm out. Right on, man.
1: <laughs> Tyrus.
2: Tyrus? Tyrus, do you have one?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well done. No, uh, it wasn't. Uh, it was actually when I was in Impact. Uh, it, me and EC3 were beating up uh, Tavita my uh, son's uncle, and my son was maybe about—I don't know—I think he was about three years old. And uh, his grandfather ran out and made the save. Ah, and uh, I was yeah. in the ring with Haku, and it was oh, everything that I thought go. it would be. Now, that's cool. In the back, you know, he was just like giggling and laughing, and you know, and he's like, "I'll give you a couple chops." Do the blah, this, that, whatever, whatever. That was not what happened when he came out there. <laughs> and uh, what I remember is stopping from smiling the entire time he was hitting me, and he was chopping. He, he was he was trying to chop wood. He was going for it, and uh, no problem selling it. And then I, got cut him, and yeah, I, cut, got I cut big chest, and I cut, I cut, and then I cut him off. And he was like, "Oh!" And then I knew, <laughs> here we go. It's about to be. You know, uh, we are about to throw some blows here, but you know, in the in the safe aggressive way. But it was awesome. And then uh, he gave me the kick, and then uh, Tavita came in and hit me with um, uh, a Samoan uh, drop. You know, I rolled out. And the place was going crazy, and and uh, I'm you know I'm in there with one of my favorite, one of my heroes, and uh, it was it was cool, and and uh, it was it was fun to be able to go back and forth. You know, and uh, I get to the back, and my son is crying, furious, <laughs> because he had to be held back because he was going to make the save. He wow. was going to break up the fight. And he was just oh. so angry. And then I said, hey, who were you going to, whose side were you on? And he said, pause. You you were being bad. <laughs> he was about to whoop your ass. He was about to put hands on his own father. So That's, that's good. But uh, that, to me, was pretty cool. You know, And, I, and I, doing promos with Roddy Piper and uh, Mick Foley and, and uh, punching Tommy Dreamer. I mean, it was... There's a lot of there's a lot of times where you're in there and you're like, man, this is cool, you know. Uh, WrestleMania with Christian and Edge was all right, you know. So, yeah, uh, not, not a lot of, cool, yes, but yeah. And I, I mean, Trevor, I'm just assuming, but you always talk about Harley, but the, was there somebody else?
2: Um, my first guy was was Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh, that's pretty my cool. first name yeah. that I got a chance to wrestle, and uh, I was lucky enough that Greg was going to give me a little bit of steam on it. And what's funny is we're right at the gorilla, and Harley's at the gorilla position, and Greg is having me go over what I'm about to do with him, and Harley is listening the whole time. And as soon as I get done, he looks at, at Valentine and he goes, "The kid doesn't get." <laughs> <laughs> Greg, Greg looked at me and goes, oh, "You know, okay, uh, you, you know, just listen." And I was, you know, I was young, you know, a greenhorn. I was like, "I don't give a shit. This is going to be great." And, he went out there and proceeded to beat the out of me. I remember him specifically putting me on my knees, grabbing me by my chin, leaning me back, and driving those big old meat hook forearms. right He could my throw chest. a forearm.
1: I just was watching him. Ooh. I sent you him and Tito Santana's Intercontinental Title match from Madison Square Garden. I think it was like last week. I had sent that to you. Yes. Yes. And uh, they, 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 it, it, they. I was like, it's physical, you know, because still I'm a monster. You guys are,
2: you're sending
3: matches back and forth. That's interesting. That's um, that's very interesting. And and you know what was funny too is when Tim said, you know how winning the title and kind of having the second resurgence with everything you have going on, Tyrus. I, and I know you and I have talked, and and you know your plans, you know of walking away from the chase with the title, which you do seem oh, pretty confident about. Jesus what,
2: what Christ, brother.
3: What do you? What? Well, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this. I mean, I thought this is what this is an hour
4: is. we all get to talk and.
2: Uh, but we can do know, this on a phone call. We're all friends. We can do
4: this on a phone
0: Listen, call. Listen,
4: <laughs> this is way better. This is way better. A uh, way oh, to be the true. adult in the
0: you room. Guys, you guys, to you guys need to stop. Oh no, hold on, wait a minute. We we're, we're over here talking about Ric Flair. We're talking about legends that we worked. And Aaron Stevens is just kind of just taking it to a time that we can, no, we can I'm talk about to... this later. But sure you're, right. we're all buddies. You're trying to stir the pot. Like, I'm like, trying to get listeners.
3: To Storm. I'm getting it back to our guests. Tim Storm. That's okay,
0: okay, let's hear it. Get back, Tim Storm.
3: Oh, I just did. Because, you know, Tim's career and everything, and where Brotus, or, sorry, Tyrus was, you know, talking, you know, what he thought was going to happen. But, but, but Tim, can I ask you this? What do you think? I mean, this is the main event, and you, you've done, again, something that is, or I thought was impossible, where last time we were at the chase, you wrestled a hardcore match. You went through tables. It was actually, it was a phenomenal match, right? And physically, it would leave anybody spent. And then... It was like a match or two later. You
2: are third on, match. on the It's the third like, match. She came yeah. back out. Like that little had Towel pat in his forehead, head. in his suit and tie. I, he just got a little towel pat in his forehead. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, thank you for the action. I appreciate all. Of, you know, and, like it never <laughs> even happened.
4: He just patting. No one's not like Knocking the sweat off. You no, know, you know, I, I think I think you're got a great point. I also would like to know, Trevor and. uh, and Tyrus feel about that main event. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I, 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 I didn't mean to, I'm sorry. My bad. No, here's the, here's the irony is that not, not, not casting you know, shade on anybody at all. I, I am of the idea that in most cases, hardcore is kind of what you end up with, you know, when, when, when a lot of your abilities are gone and that's what you turn to, and no clue until the day we got there what the, what the brawl in the loo was. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, I had crazy. no idea that that was going to be. Yeah,
1: because, you know, job, fighting is fighting. Thank you, you know, and, and there's nothing more dangerous than a, than a, a fighter who has experience and wisdom. You know, you know, the guy who fights like a younger man, you know, there's nothing held back, and it's admirable, but it's usually a mistake because uh-huh. you blow your wad. And if you don't put the guy well, away, you got
2: to have lack of fear too. Yeah. You got to, it's not just that you got to yeah. not tell it all, Tyrus, you got to have lack of fear. Yeah. And lack are
3: you, fear did, you afraid? did you just say Tyrus is afraid?
2: This is crazy. Wow. No, no, no no, to... no, 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 wow. no, 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 no. I, I will look... speak on this. That's the one thing we do. Both. Everybody needs to understand. I know that when Tyrus looks at me, he has no fear in his heart when it comes to me. But the same thing. Yeah, Trevor's not—he's not
1: afraid. This isn't the guy who I'm able to stare down and watch him quiver. Like ninety no. percent of the guys, I'm in the ring with. This isn't about head games. And listen, Trevor and I send each other a picture of training each day, and it's just one word: accountability. accountability. I'm going to be, and I'm going to—we're going to—we're going to see what happens. we're going to fight it out. Win or lose, it's all good. Yeah, it's there's a lot on line for both of us, you know, and and but I'm not going to get into name, calling, and track, because it's it's beyond that. I want to know. I think Trevor's one of the toughest guys I've ever been in the locker room with, and I'm about to find out one way or the other. There's nothing wrong. Right. You don't have to – listen, when I'm in the ring, I'm going to hate him. I'm going to – you know, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's going to be wrist locks and, and arm drags the whole night. It's going to be a damn fight, and I'm preparing <laughs> no. myself for that. You know? Yeah, we, and, both yeah, we both are. We both are. So, I mean, it's not – so what you what you're saying, Aaron? This is different. This isn't. I, I don't wish bad on his family. I don't want to roll out of the ring and put hands on his son to get him out of his game. I just want to beat him straight up, and he wants to beat me straight up, and let's see what happens. I know this is different. You know, I'm not. We're not talking about each other. Yeah, I made the joke about him being ugly, and I apologize for that. Sometimes in front of the camera, yeah. you get a little little caught up. I have 15 seconds. You know, I'm excited, but uh, I'm I'm trying to be respectful. And as long as he's respectful, I'm gonna be respectful. So. I, I see what you're doing, uh, you know, and Tim, you got to call this thing. So, and, and you know, when, when I'm out there, I'm a competitive and it's not like you and I haven't had a few words in the ring because we have, uh, yeah. let's not, you know, I'm no angel, not trying to be, but you know, this for me is like, uh, sometimes the best way to be is just straight up and let's see what happens. And that's where you really know if you're a champ or not, you know, well, you,
2: if, if, if I wasn't, if, if, if I wasn't I'm carrying the most prestigious world title in the business, and I would be an idiot to not think that everybody wants it.
1: Hell, that's, what I, that's why I went. Everybody on this podcast would take this title shot. Every yeah. one of you. Oh, no no, Absolutely. No
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. it's—it's it's, it's, To people on the outside looking in, it's August 7th and 28th at the world-famous Chase. Our two friends, Cyrus and Trevor Murdoch, are fighting for one of the greatest – championships in our sport the nwa 10 pounds of gold and i know this is a foreign concept to a lot of people that don't really understand it those two guys are friends they do a podcast together they text together but when they step into the ring they are seeing who is the very best at that moment for one of the greatest championships that we have ever seen so whether tyrus called uh, uh trevor ugly on national tv in front of three million people he's gonna we, take keep, repeating, that
2: we, we keep repeating this
0: and like, build it inside we got, <laughs> I, 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 we
2: got I don't got mean, real to, real mean real to keep working it up
1: guys, like, listen can i just pause for a minute we're not the only ones wrestling for gold that night no no aaron what are you doing
3: um well I don't think I'm doing uh, anything as far as wrestling goes, but I will have my gold shoes on. And if uh, that alone, I, that, that's worth the price of admission. These things are, I mean, they're hot, right? You, you've seen them. I, I broke them out one time. They are absolute it, fire. Yes. And, uh, that's, that's what
2: everybody talks out. about in the business. The boys are like, God damn, I can't wait till I get a pair of gold shoes.
1: Yeah. That's well, well when you're retired, <laughs> yeah. on, when you're retired, gold shoes is all you can get. Well, I guess I, I, when you start I, I started, at the bottom, you
2: stay there. I guess. Well, yeah. I didn't get
3: retired. I got rewired. Okay, and, and as a journalist, <laughs> I, I am trying to get to the bottom of what's going on. And the thing is, okay, look, I, Trevor, I've yeah. known you a long time. Not, not as long as Tyrus, but I've known Tyrus quite a few years now. Spent quite a bit of time with him. I mean, I think these are head games. You know exactly what you're doing.
2: Shut up.
0: Let's just move oh, on. Oh. Like <laughs> <whoa.
2: laughs> stop, stop. stop. Let's oh, just move on. Oh. All right. right. Let's what? move on. I'm starting to right. hey, was... trying to get hot.
3: I mean, and I
2: didn't say. Hey, I'm just pointing it out, but I, I won't. Let's just stop. Let's move on. on. We were talking, talking about, talk Tim. about Tim. Tim,
4: what's yeah. it like to be yeah. a teacher yeah. in the pro wrestling business? Ty. Okay, Adam. I'm not even going here, Here's what I, I want to go back. Tyrus posted, a. Uh, I guess it was a meme, of a rhinoceros fighting a water buffalo. Two. Big, powerful beasts with no fear, and that's my expectation for you guys. To match two two huge people who are going to look across the ring at each other. No fear, no backing down. That's what I'm looking forward to.
1: No outside interference, exactly no posse's, no nope. none of that stuff. Nope. Straight up, you know, whatever whatever rules that sign, there'll be nobody. There'll be no Jeezy. There'll be no Austin Jordan. None of that. None of that. Straight up, yeah. Uh, we don't we don't need any more outside interference. Paper champions, nine thousand guys on the outside getting involved. Like, if I'm if I can beat Trevor straight up, then I should be the champion. If he beats me, man, he beat me, and I will be there. Matter of fact, I will shake his damn hand at the end of the match and tell him he's the man. If I'm standing, because you damn near gonna have to kill me. But the point is, yeah, it's gonna go both is, is and the, the the point is, man. I'm just, I'm tired. It's all I see. Everybody's taking the easy way to get gold. Uh, I beat Pope straight up. So, I mean, it's just, you're currently undefeated. Am I? Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah. the I have, I am the reigning, defending, undisputed, undefeated, longest reigning NWA TV champion, television champion of all time. And I'm trying to make history. It's never been done. And for good reason, because it's not an easy task to hold the world television title in the NWA championship. It's never been done. Uh, it's been tried. It's failed. The only time it's ever been done in history was uh, in the tag team division. The Midnight Express was the United States tag team champs. And uh, they, they, I believe they beat uh, Tully and Arn for the world championships. And for like one week, they were the unified United States and world tag team champions. And I think that's the only time in, uh, in the NWA or world whatever you want to call it, history where those uh, respected titles were together. We'll be back with much more after this.
0: So I'm gonna look into the future, Tyrus. If you do win the ten pounds of gold and you do the television title, what are your plans? Are you gonna defend both titles on the same um, night? Are you gonna relinquish the TV title? You, you know what? To I I gotta. I'm not sure how it's gonna actually work
1: because I was able to get that stupid stipulation removed. From the World well, seven, Television seven Championship, the seven Stupid thing. It is one of the most prestigious championships with, with all due respect to 10 pounds of gold. Some of the greatest workers uh, have ever worked in this business, have held this television, champion, uh, television championship. The American Dream started it. And I'll be damned if you're just going to give it away for an opportunity. I think uh, the, probably the right thing to do would be, again— if successful have my parade you know yeah. and then at su- and at some point relinquish the the title and have a tournament you know and uh, uh, i i think that's the right thing to do uh, that's the respectful thing to do it is the
2: right thing to do you you do carry the second
1: greatest world title in this business well it's the and most but it's the most good. seen though but it is yeah. the most seen title on right. the planet
2: yeah, but it's not you the most you wanted. How not did the you most do that?
1: Wanted. I didn't pull strings. I asked permission. I went to the office and I said, "Hey, boss, this is some bull. I'm not relinquishing this title. I'll earn my title shot." And, uh, <laughs> and he
3: said, "Okay." That's favoritism, in my opinion. Trevor, I'd look out for that. I know you're upset with me right now, but I would, you know, there's some manipulation going on. I'll shut up now.
2: I just think it would be in the best of interest of this podcast for Fox News that we go back to the wrestling that we were talking about
1: because yeah. to be honest with you this is just gonna create a you know hard I just theater. that's all Ego. What do you have any plans of coming to the NWA? Uh okay. you know what?
0: Listen, Billy Corgan and I are really good friends. We were friends before he did uh NWA. He came to my wedding, he brought me five hundred dollars with the T accessories. I I'm trying to get in. And Maybe we don't want him there. He hopefully. sounds
2: tight. Like, that might be, you might be the next challenger if I'm not careful.
0: Hey, well, listen, He's my former tag uh, partner. Uh, yes, yeah. I'm looking to have a good time. So hopefully, I, I will be at the chase. It is only about uh, a few hours from me here Oh, that would be great, I'm going to be at the chase. I'm going to come hang out. Uh, I'm going to bring champagne for whoever wins. As soon as you come out through the curtain, we are going to celebrate like Hogan and Andre after beat the Iron Sheik. Uh, but if we have to do predictions... I'm gonna we're, make a bold statement here. Double champ, maybe double champ is coming home at the chase.
1: You know, you yeah. did a really good job of of keeping Aaron in line, and then you go and pull this.
0: Right the you're my friend. Listen, I, I I think I've known you longer than anyone here. Met you in Deep South Wrestling. Yeah, we were by uh, a tryout match, <laughs> and I'm a loyal guy. And, and it, it, we're, we're keep here. You said this at the end of the night. Two people are shaking hands. Whoever wins, you both are shaking hands. You're going to be back on the podcast the next week. You're going to be friends. All the 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 the, the crap talk under the bridge. You're you're two guys seeing who's the best for the night. Trevor, you shouldn't get hot about he said she said and let I'm, Aaron know, over here I'm stir the pot. Hot. You're going to be friends I mean, at the end of the day. You're going to be no, friends at I'm, the end of the day.
2: And and that's that's, that's fine. I just don't. You guys were mixing business with pleasure. We got a hot thing going on here with the podcast. I know we've got. We've got business outside of the podcast and I just don't want them to cross streams where it becomes an issue for all of us. I love Tyrus just as much as he loves me. And, and I understand the fact that there's going to be two grown ass men go in there and going to beat the shit out of each other. That's, there's no, this isn't going to be pretty. This isn't going to be calculated. This isn't going to be um, something that you would probably want to show, show your children because you're going to have two horses going there and and
0: just lay the wood to each other be, be honest with me trevor be honest with me 100 percent. be honest with everyone listening if you do lose are you going to shake tyrus's hand
2: well i i will this is this is straight up i'm a grown-ass man if that's the case if that's that's because ultimately here's my ultimate belief when it comes to that wor- the world the world's heavyweight title i want the best to be the champion i want the best to be wearing that belt and if it's not me then I shouldn't have, I should respect the next man ahead of me. And if that is Tyrus, I will look at him in the eye and I will shake his hand and tell him he was the better man. Now, will I step away for a week or two? Probably. Cause I ain't going to sit here and bull. Nobody. that's going to hurt not only physically, but mentally. I've worked really hard to get where I'm at and I'm going up against the biggest man in the business. I'm not going to take it lightly, whether I win or lose, but once, once the temper tantrum's over and I've done sulking, I'll come back and we'll all be bros and we'll all go back to business. But that's, and I'm just being honest, you know, that, that's the thing. In pro wrestling, everybody's trying to create a character and not wanting to be real and who they are. If I lose this, this is going to wreck me. Like, this is, this is my life. I'm the world heavyweight champion. Everybody looks up to me. Is that when I go to shows, I'm 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 the top dog. I'm the mountain, and any man knocked off the mountain is going to be broken heart, and that's just the truth.
3: Now, Tim, and again, I apologize. This has obviously got a little out of hand. And um, as someone who is an educator, right, and, and is used to um, kind of dealing with you know people not necessarily getting along, right? I, I'd imagine you've been trained to a degree, right, at how to kind of de-escalate problems. Yes. Um, You've done a horrible job job here, Tim. You've done a horrible job at de-escalating. But but (laughs) what do you think, like, like based on what you're witnessing now, like like kind of like the the banter that's going on back and forth, right, how do you think, like, that both Tyrus and Trevor's attitude going into the chase, I I guess based on that, what are your predictions? How do you think this will play out? Because you you truly are impartial here, and you're going to be on, you know, the headset calling this match for all of us. I wish there was think? an emoji
2: of somebody getting choked. I would show that emoji. Just
4: Here's, here's, what, here's what I'm looking at, though. And here's, of, of, all of all of the men on this talking right now, just between us, just between friends, every single one of us would love the opportunity to be in there fighting for that title. It is the most prestigious title in the history of wrestling. And I know people will argue, but it, that's just it. That's the truth. I can, look at, I can look at any one of you guys, and, I, and, and, and we would do it looking into each other's eyes. I would happily beat the shit out of any one of you to win that match. That's, just, <laughs> that's the bottom line. And it's, yes, sir! No, no, but here's the thing. You all feel the exact same way. That's, that's why we're in this business. That's why we're in the NWA. So when I look at this as, impartial, as impartially as I can, and – You know, I'm not going to make a prediction because my job as a commentator is to call what I see. And if I go into that with any kind of partiality, I can't make a good call on that. But I know, I know that Tyrus and I know that Trevor will do almost anything it takes to win that title. And that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun for me to call because the easiest match to call for me is something that I can feel and something I can be passionate about. And that's what we're going to see. There is no de-escalation to that. There is no way to bring that down. And and the aftermath of that, I'm looking. You know, that's going to be a part of it because, you know, I've, you know, and I don't know, Trevor, I don't know if you want to get into this or, at all you know, to change. But I've known Trevor for, I don't, I don't know if it was your first road trip, Trevor, to Arkansas with Bill Ash.
2: Yes. Yeah, it was one of it was early on. For yeah, seven. it, it was one of Trevor's
4: first. However, you know, a hand, hand, a handful of matches. When I met him, I've known him for, I don't know, how long have you been wrestling? 22 years. Yeah. So, so I've wow. known, I've, known, I've known Trevor for 22 years. So, whatever that date was. I, and, you know, I've, I've seen him from the very beginning and I've seen what he was and what he's become. Tyrus is, is I mean, you said it, man. He's, he's the biggest man in the business and, and is undefeated. I'm looking forward to see how this is going to come out. And there is,
0: there is no de-escalation to that. But if you were gambling, man, you had to pick. You had to pick. Jesus, give me, Ego. Give me, give me who you're picking. <laughs>
3: you I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Do not encourage gambling on this. Come on, man. The class. Class. Have some class.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you got it. You got under my skin, Stevens, with uh, stirring the pot. I didn't mean to stir <laughs> I apologize. the pot. I just, you got I you just, put your white
1: cowboy head. hat back on, Ego. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: It's going to be a great night. It's, it's going to be a great night. Everyone's, Everyone's going to have fun. Real quick,
1: Quiet, right? Yeah. Hey, you know, sometimes the best thing to say is nothing at all. I'll I'll leave it. Uh, I think Trevor said it best. I think Tim said it best. I think Aaron said it worst. And I am just shocked at <laughs> evil ego. I'm uh, just shocked. But uh, I appreciate the love. And like I said, I'm gonna for once in my life, I'm gonna do my talking in the ring.
3: It's a podcast. You have to talk. You just yelled at me for not talking.
1: I'm ending the the of
3: the p- show. Now you're not talking. Come on, man.
4: It's just, people want to hear you.
1: Did Aaron make a pick? By the way, no, he didn't. He uh, never will. He doesn't pick sides. Yeah, He's only there to ruin.
4: Pick. What? Aaron, you're stirring <laughs> the pot.
3: Go
2: ahead.
1: Yeah, man. No, no, no.
3: There is, there is, I, I, there is no pot to be stirred. This is just again, we're we're just a bunch of friends having a discussion. We we have a real situation coming up. The uh, it's the twenty eighth, right? It's the second night that you guys will be facing each other. Am I correct?
0: Night two. Yes. Yeah, night night, night two. Night two. Yes. Night two.
3: I mean, look, this is the Chase at St. Louis. I'm excited about this. I'm very, very excited about this. And trust me, I will have the best seat in the house.
1: Oh, because you, you get that benefit uh, for being retired, right? That's like a cheaper cup of coffee at a
3: Absolutely. Restaurant. I have pictures yeah. to take. I mean, uh, you know, people, they want to see me, get a picture, get an autograph. You never know. But
1: gold I, I will shoes be will
0: be there.
3: Yeah,
0: gold uh, shoes. I'll be there. I'll be there filming my vlog, and then I'll make sure I'll get Aaron Stevens' gold shoes all over the vlog, and we'll celebrate either way. I, I know, I know Trump said if he does lose, he would step away and recoup, but I'm, I'm confident that the wise men will still be friends, and, they're, and no hard feelings at the end of the night, because it's a competition. It's a competition, and when you wrestle your friends, that's the hardest one to do, and I, and I honestly believe and usually the most painful. Tyrus and Trevor are going to give it all. Yeah, and, and I believe you two are going to it, leave it all out there. And what I'm looking for is the handshake at the end and the party afterwards. Uh, I don't think you should step away, Trevor. I don't think you should sulk at a loss. I don't think it should wreck you because think about it. Tyrus is undefeated. You're not it's, – it's not a, a loss to the number 20 seed. OK, no, it's no, don't no, no, step no, no, no. away. Don't but think I'm, I'm going to speak, yourself. Up it, gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak up for Trevor here. It's going to be hard.
1: I'm going to speak yeah. up for Trevor a little bit because uh, I don't know how I'm going to handle the loss, you know, but I will say this. Trevor had his had Woo. Woo. Got the luckiest DDT <laughs> in the history of the world. He took a DDT on the concrete right up there with Steamboat did from Jake the Snake busted his head. He lost so much blood. He didn't even know where he was. His basically title was taken from him before he could even roll out of the ring Nick the opportunist Aldis basically steps over his body and cuts him out of the rematch situation so i he feels a certain kind of way and i get it i get it if i if i wasn't in this match i'd be rooting for him and watching his back yeah because let's be honest he's he was not the choice he was he was not what you know he they did, they wanted somebody else they wanted the woo woo and the nick and all that junk, and he, he's, and he pulled it out. So I, I'm going to have to pry this from his dead fingers, literally. And I get that, and I respect that, and I'm being cool about it. And you know what? If, if he's got to go away for a while because he can't handle it, I, I, he probably should. He probably should, and maybe it might have to come from one of us. Be like, hey, man, maybe you just uh, need to. That's a little done. harsh. That's no, a little no, harsh. No, little no, harsh. We're, no, we're no, friends. No, you don't no, need to say you, that. Let me,
2: let me answer this as well, too, though, gentlemen. Um, we all uh-huh. love this business, and, and I truly believe, and, and this, is what, this is how I operate, and I think you guys are, too. We give our whole hearts. We give everything, not only physically but emotionally, mentally, and um, I, this will be no different. Like we keep, we, everybody really keeps talking about laying it on the line, but we're not really describing what that is. And that's stepping in, out in front of the world and letting everybody know in the world that you're the top dog. And if I'm not that top dog, yeah, it's going to hurt my feelings. And I'm sure it's going to hurt Tyrus's feelings for a minute. But it, 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 it is what it is. it It's, we're 100% emotionally involved in this because that's how important it is.
4: Okay, well, let I'm, me just, let me, let me, let me stop you just for a second. Because this kind of jumps out at me, I hear I hear Tyrus saying, "I'm going to lay it all out there. I'm going to leave it all on the line. I'm not, um, you know, I'll, I'll I have to pry it out of your dead fingers. I will." But he said, "He said I'm not going to get involved in this emotionally." And Trevor, what I'm hearing you say though is, "You can't separate the emotion from that moment and that title." And if it comes down to that, if it comes down to pure emotion then I got to
1: pick Trevor. <laughs> wow. And, oh. yeah, you know what? And and I I understand that because you know and that's your opinion and you know what it's like to hold that that 10 pounds of gold and I, I you also know how to lose you know what it felt to lose like it. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. And uh Trevor does too. He's a two-time champion. I'm a one-time champion. I've never lost it so I have no idea what that experience is like. But uh, I can imagine it's it's not a good one. So I get it from the emotional standpoint. Yeah, he's probably more emotionally involved than I am, and he should be. But and uh, that will
3: fuel him, in my opinion. I mean, because he knows what it's like to lose. He knows that feeling. And sometimes, yeah, that because be. sometimes
1: when you lose, you have to retire, right, Aaron? That's
0: This is the pot me. that I wanted to be stirred. This. Yeah, I to be what be. <laughs> what here's because, the thing.
3: Hey, here's heart. the thing. To tie in to the beginning of this podcast, I knew when to
1: call it quits. Yeah, because uh, you've been uh, showing your face around my business, so it's amazing. Uh, you bug me and then what? retire, but whatever, man. Yeah, because you, you're a manager now, right? You you're trying to steal from Rodney Maxpom. No. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right, whatever, man. Like Bobby the Brain Heenan, rest of his soul, would be so proud of you.
4: I have this picture. I have this picture of Aaron stirring a pot, stirring a pot, in like a gold shoe just kind of floating to the yeah. top.
3: I'm a broadcast journalist. That's all. I am a broadcast journalist. When
1: did this happen?
3: Right
1: now. Apparently. Uh, Because someone has to
3: be. Someone has to be the voice of reason. Someone has to try to get answers. I mean, these people, they tune in. More and more people are tuning in every week. We have to deliver. We have to provide the answers that people want. I mean, no doubt this is going to be. Look, there's going to be more eyes on the NWA August 28th than probably Ever in, in the recent era of the nwa the modern era and look questions questions need to be answered and i'm trying to get some kind of answer but obviously i'm not doing a very good job or people just don't want to you know talk straight
1: but you, you way, are the biggest okay. fountain of misinformation there has ever been to no, quote no, gorilla no, monsoon come on. uh can, I, you can are, I
4: just point out that that there are five there there are five grown men on this podcast and four of them have made a pick. Aaron, you're the only one yeah. that hasn't. And you're saying you no, can't give no, this great answer.
3: You are a very observant man. And you know what? I have not I haven't made my pick yet. And what I will do, the podcast before the chase, I will officially and we can make a thing of it. I will officially yeah, make that. He
1: just booked himself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey <man. That's> great. <laughs> yeah. I'll a promo yeah. about it. This yeah. great.
3: Uh, yes, I will officially make my pick as to how this match ends. Maybe I'll do an Instagram video. Who knows?
1: Oh wow! Awesome. Wear the gold <laughs> shoes. All right, man. For so more right. po- so for-, right. for more podcasts just like this. You can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. Thanks so much, uh, Mr. Storm, for being here. Please come back. Uh, yeah, man. Thank, thank you. Thank Ego, thank you. Aaron, and uh two-time NWA heavyweight champion, Trevor. Thank you guys, as always. Enough said.